Welcome to Vinyl Verdict. I'm Bell. I'm Jamie. I'm Ploof. And this week we're listening to Jamie's pick. No, we're not. It's his pick. It's Ploof's pick. Uh oh. <laughs> we're in for a treat. What did you pick this week, Ploof? <laughs> I picked a great album. I picked Toxicity by System of a Down. You had to think about it. You looked at your record collection like it was going to save you. I did. I completely forgot. <laughs> I was taking a drink of water and I had to hesitate. Uh oh. Yeah, I was excited to listen to this. I've never. Like every week, I swear I say this. I've never listened to System <laughs> of a Down, other than Chop Suey. Sure. Uh, and I always mix Nine Inch Nails and System of a Down and oh, yeah, Disturbed. Very different. I'm like, one of them is the, ooh, d- d- I don't dis- know which one's which. Disturbed is at That's, least, yeah, yeah, kind of in the same genre. Uh, I don't feel like uh, System of Down came up often in my friend group, but I remember seeing really? the album covers a lot. Like, people would have shirts with, like, all the different album covers on them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was me in high school. I had like two different System of a Down shirts. I had one for Hypnotize, and then I had one that was like the uh, the dude in the soldier outfit with the thumb with the fingerprint for a face. Um, sure. Yeah, I was a big. I remember that one. I was yeah. a pretty big fan. They're actually one of the first bands that I actually gravitated to on my own. Uh, I think I was like eleven or ten years old when I first heard them, and up until that point my musical taste was basically fully influenced by family for the most part, you know, my older sister or my dad or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, was one of the first bands where I heard them on MTV or much music or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. And I want more of it. Yeah. And I went and bought the albums and have been listening to them ever since. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, they're an Armenian new metal band that formed in 1994. And they consist of Serge Tankian as a singer, keyboardist and frontman. Darren Malakian on guitar and backing vocals, Shavo Odajian on bass and backing vocals, and John Dolmoyan on drums. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was excited to listen to the to System of a Down. Soad? Soad? Sure. Soad. Yeah, it's been referred to as that while growing up. No one ever picked something. I always just called them System or System of a Down. Yeah. I remember there were people who put their clan tags in um, like CS to Soad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were really supporting the band. There was Soad and there was the Nin clan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty common. Um, yeah, I, I, I they, they've been a favorite of mine for many years. I like a lot of their earlier stuff more than their later stuff for reasons we'll kind of get into later. Um, but yeah, they, they spent several years actually making demo tapes and playing clubs in LA before mm. popular producer Rick Rubin approached them wanting to collaborate. Crazy. What has Rick Rubin not worked on? Yeah, it's kind of wild. Hey, <laughs> like, and he just like, nuts. so he just saw them playing and was like, yo, we have to work together. We have to work together. So he's produced... I think all of their albums, if not at least the first three for sure. Um, but yeah, so pretty cool. Well, his uh, label is primarily metal bands. Yeah. And then, and then metal and some hip hop and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then occasionally Tom Petty and occasionally Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. He works, sure, he works with such a variety yeah. <laughs> of people. Um, but yeah, he's worked on a lot of my favorite albums actually. American gr- recordings. While growing up. Yeah. And, uh, this is another one of them. I, I like the first album more, but I picked Toxicity specifically because I think it's uh, a bit more accessible than the first album. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's definitely more of like their breakout hit. The first album is pretty unknown. There's not many big hits off of it. Maybe um, Sugar was kind of popular. Yeah, it got a lot more radio play. The first album did after this one really hit it off. Yes. Like th- this one had two different Grammy nominations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Yeah, yeah this uh, one hit number 1 on Billboard 200 and the singles were playing constantly on MTV and over the radio at least until 9/11 happened and then things kind of toned down because yeah, of Yeah, fortunate timing. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty obviously a uh like anti-war uh kind of band. They're a 
really big about the Armenian genocide. They're all Armenian themselves. Um, I'm pretty sure all of them are, if, if not at least most of them. Uh, uh, at least by heritage, yeah. Yeah. And, and so a lot of their songs are about like anti-war or uh, peaceful protesting or um, the Armenian genocide itself. The prison system. Yeah, if that wasn't... <laughs> and this came out, what, like a week before 9-11? Uh, it was really close. Um, the one close. single came out two weeks before 9-11, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was like a big hit, and then they just completely took it off the air. Um, yeah, yeah, Chop Suey came out August 13, 2001. Yeah, for kind of obvious reasons, self-righteous. Angels deserve to die. Yeah, Angels deserve to die. The song was actually originally titled... Um, self-righteous suicide yeah and that's why at the start search says we're rolling suicide because they're, they're going to play the song and record it yeah and and also some somehow they didn't the the suicide part of it was also not popular around 9-11 yeah like the self-righteous yeah. suicide part particularly yeah 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 um but yeah i i, I became a fan of these guys and they kind of were my gateway into like new metal and bands like that in the late 90s um bands like disturbed uh, Slipknot, Corn, um, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I didn't listen to a ton of Limp Biscuit or uh, Limp like Papa Roach. You can kind of argue is in there. Lincoln Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Sure. sure yeah. Corn. Yeah. So it's a pretty. That's kind of like what I listened to as a preteen and then as a teenager. Um, they eventually broke up after five albums. Yeah, they just like dropped five yeah. well received albums and dipped. Yeah, it's pretty it, nuts. It, it went pretty well over. Uh, Still, this album was a little controversial because that's their third album uh, because it was actually leaked online. Mm-hmm. Um, even Toxicity had some trouble with leaking online as well. Particularly, I think Deer Dance. If you get the the pirated copy, uh, the like the high guitar note is actually a scream. And so that's how you know if you have the real copy or not. If you had the, if you heard the scream, you pirated it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they came out with Mesmerize after Steal This Album, which was leaked, and that's why it's called Steal This Album. It looks like a literal like blank disc uh, on the artwork. Uh, Mesmerize and Hypnotize came out as like a combo album pretty shortly after each other. And um, then they went on hiatus perpetually because they mostly have creative differences. Serge Tankian still does stuff. Darren does stuff too. Yeah. Uh, they both came up with solo work after the fact. Mm-hmm. And um, you kind of ended up being either pro Surge or pro Darren, depending on how you wanted the band to turn out. Um, it seems kind of obvious that it was Darren kind of pushing things along in his direction that he wanted, and Surge wasn't really into that. He wanted it to be like a band decision instead of just Darren's band. It also felt weird to me because Serge was the front man, and then all of a sudden Darren, with each album, uh, inserted himself more and more, both lyrically and, um, and and vocally, onto onto tracks. Like Hypnotize and Mesmerize are both my least favorite albums because they're largely Darren, both mm. in terms of writing. Mm-hmm. Like they'd always co-wrote a lot of songs, but if you look at the uh, liner notes for the last two it's it's a lot of darren and he does a lot of songs just by himself and i'm just not a big fan of him but yeah, uh, yeah i don't know so i picked this one what'd you guys think you like it you didn't like it i wrote a whole little paragraph oh it. um i had i had a memory and i wrote it down cool okay here here it goes here it goes this is from the desk of jamie uh all i really remember about when this album came out was an interview with the band where they said Charles Manson was in prison for the wrong reasons. Well, we can get in. That's mostly Darren. But they didn't elaborate why. And I thought that was wild. And they played this interview multiple times on Much Music. Yes. I, for one, 
think Charles Manson was in prison for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, Darren Darren is weirdly pro Charles Manson. Yeah. Not he he says himself not for like the murders and stuff. That's yeah, not terrible. for the murders. Yeah, but, but this his is a very, theology. This is a very, what what about all the good things yeah, Hitler did? Thing, I know, you know like, right? Yeah, so um, I yes. What but, about all the good things Charles Manson yeah, did? Yeah. Um in my grade nine music class, which is around the time this album came out. Uh, we had to play an original song alone in front of the class. Mm. Uh, I didn't play this uh, any system of a down, but a guy named Cam got up and he played <laughs> aerials on his bass, and it was the best thing I'd ever heard. That's cool. Um, he was a very talented bassist. I wonder what happened to that guy. Yeah, don't know. I haven't heard from him in a long time. <laughs> anyway, contemporary reviews of this album are all over the place. Yeah, they're weird. Um. Uncut, a British publication, called the album virtually unlistenable. <laughs> Pitchfork gave it an 8.2. Yeah. Classic Pitchfork. Yeah. And they actively hate music. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it three and a half out of five. That's probably the most accurate review. Sure. Um, I think it's I think it's definitely a three and a half out of five album. Okay. Well, you, first of all, we're not a vinyl verdict yet. You can't give that away. Bleep well, that. Bleep we, that. We, we, don't, uh, we don't rate out of uh, Well, five. Jamie doesn't rate. Well, I don't, nobody rates that, that by 2.3 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, if you times that by 2.3, it's about, a, you know, that's about right. Um, I don't hate this album. Um, the... The songs that were singles are the main attraction to this album. Definitely. There's some good filler in the middle. There's a couple of songs that weren't singles that I remember getting air radio play that are fine. Um, but the album is... I don't know if it's what I'm into anymore. Sure. I remember enjoying most of the album when I was a teenager. Um, listening to it over the last week or so um i don't know if i enjoy it as much anymore yeah that's fair but i think i think the singles are still very strong cool oh. and i also think we're gonna oh. roll the present <laughs> yeah we're gonna roll the present we're gonna roll the present with Bell. Right. <laughs> uh, well, the album has a lot of songs, but luckily sure none are super long. Um, I find yeah. the length of an album can really start to wear on me, but I've never really listened to hard rock or metal before, uh, or new metal, whatever this is. Apple all Music above. says uh, hard rock. It's all, yeah, I mean, I'd say it's new metal, but... So, someone called it hard folk. Hard folk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because like the last couple of tracks... Was I mean, it Pitchfork? Okay. Yeah, I believe they did, they called it a hard folk well, slash hard folk metal album. Know, Pitchfork doesn't know. Music. That's crazy. Okay. What's folk metal? I, this maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a hard item to write notes for for me because the lyrics are pretty deep, but also kind of ambiguous in some songs. Or these yeah. aren't relevant to me as somebody who's neither Armenian or American. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy the album a lot more than I expected. Uh, I did have some hard time understanding some of the lyrics. It probably didn't help with the whole relating to them, but. Uh, I think it's also just in part to the complexity and speed in which he's singing. It's like yeah. he is singing fast and complicated and the pace is changing to fit different words. I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I think his voice really complements this, uh, like the singing and the, the hardness of the backing tracks. His voice is very unique. I don't think it would have really tracked to some different genres, but in this one here, it really, really suits it. And I like the way the songs transition between each other uh, in the, the album. It's not like a crossfade so much but it still has like some similar kind of notes or blurring between the songs that i did enjoy yeah mm -hmm. i don't know if i'd listen to almost any of the songs on their own sure but i did listen through the album entirely a few times 
Ah, um, cool. Like I did enjoy it as like a piece of uh, like yeah, a, a singular piece. I also built the some of the album is very hard to like have you know either yeah. you like it or you, you sort of I, I fully agree and a lot of my notes are also um I like this song mm-hmm. and, and people I are can't... seeing the length of this episode it's only <laughs> 20 minutes long and they're like well wow they flew through um yeah it, it's weird because they're some of it just doesn't uh distinguish itself uh too much like from the like you can when you listen to a track at least for myself i can normally pick apart all the instruments really easily and i can do that a lot here but not all the time like a lot of the time the bass particularly um isn't super noticeable to me on some tracks it's great the bass has a very higher high tone yeah deep tone yeah and so sometimes it's it's actually pretty easy to mix it up with the guitar Mm -hmm. i find um but yeah a, a lot of the songs are like they're unique and interesting and that's kind of why i like it um i will fully admit that some of the band members are basically pieces of garbage unfortunately mm. oh uh, yeah john the drummer is a trump supporter oh okay um wait why i don't know dude I that know. doesn't make any sense. I, yeah welcome to the club uh shavo is also pretty bad he punched brent hines from mastodon in the head and put him in a coma whoa which is pretty wild actually yeah they're they just like fought at i can't remember what the award show was but what what they were on tour with another band and someone claimed that they were racially profiled who was it was i don't it, know was it damon that, that i don't like, i know the, what you're talking about the security guard kicked him out and yeah. then he sued him for racial profiling I and i was trying to wrap my head around that one. i know what you're talking about but i can't i can't yeah. remember it was yeah. they were on tour with a band like, like mastodon yeah i forget who it was yeah yeah they got they got pretty big um they ended up touring with slayer and playing Ozfest and stuff yeah. like they were pretty prolific in the late 90s and early 2000s um, but yeah, otherwise, Darren and Serge, I mean, Darren's got the whole Manson, Manson thing, which I mean, yeah, it's not cool. And then Serge, I I don't know any, actually any real dirt on Serge. Maybe that's why I still Convenient. like him so much. You'll yeah. have that Serge tattoo. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, no, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an old favorite of mine and, uh, that's very interesting. I'm not surprised at all, Jamie, that you may have liked it before and kind of kind of grown out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally still really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. It, it, I've listened to this album like hundreds of times, legitimately, and it still just goes super hard sometimes. And I really get into it. And uh, it helps that I, I don't know, I love singing along to a lot of the tracks, um, especially with, yeah, the weird cadence that Surge has sometimes. It's really, yeah. it's fun. Like it's a, on a, I have a couple notes on particular tracks, but uh, well, yeah, listen, that's what I was thinking. Just give too. another listen. Yeah. Wake up, wake up. Run, rush, and put a little makeup. I just have to fade away the shakeup. Why'd you leave the keys up on the table? Here you go, create another table. You wanted to. Run, rush, and put a little makeup. You wanted to. We're going to build a prison. Prison song. We're going to build a prison. Prison song. (laughs) I think it's a a cool intro with the like start stop thing that they do. 
this is actually, I don't know about every show, but I know that at least Edmonton and Vancouver, and I'm pretty sure a few other places, they replace Hollywood with the name of the town. Wow. And, and they typically open. I love it when bands do that. With the song. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, Hello, Toronto. I saw Coldplay and they did something like that in um, Fix You. Yeah. It's like, when you're sitting in the crowd at a Coldplay show, I was like, yo, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little crowd work. It's always fun. It's funny. I Since I've never listened to, to Sode, so we'll figure it out. So, Ed, yeah. um, I didn't expect the music to be like conscious metal. I yeah. Was like, oh, okay. It, <laughs> it's cool. I like it. Yeah. The message is solid. And, you know, obviously I agree that rehabilitation is better than incarceration. And uh, I was just like, that's not, I don't know. What I, I guess I don't know what I expected because Chop Suey would have been the only song I've really ever heard. And that's just like, yeah. or at least has the illusion of being nothing. I don't know if it has a deeper meaning. Yeah. So when I got to this, I was like, oh, wow. It's very educational. He just talks to you about why it's bad for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been a big fan of that part. Um, Where it reads out the facts? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I This was like, like when I was a little kid, you know, I was like 11 years old. So the whole like, I buy my crack, my smack, my right here. And all, like that was what I liked as a kid. But it, wasn't, it was just like a couple years later when I was a teenager that I was looking back and I was like, oh, yeah, prison system sucks. Like we do just throw like wow, private. Deep, thought, deep thoughts with blue phone. Well, here. no, but like the, like privatization of prison systems and how it is absolutely just basically forced labor and slavery and whatnot. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty messed up. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think prison songs pretty strong opener. Uh, I like, they do this a lot, uh, but I also really like the breakdown before Surge starts going off about prison system, um, again, about halfway through. And then the kind of like jazzy bit that they do yeah, at the yeah. end of it before it goes hard again. They, they, they do that a lot. They do a breakdown, then they do a quick jazzy bit, um, on quite a few songs, but I always, I like it every time, but, uh. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they started off with a critique of the prison system. That's a very like Johnny Cash type thing to do. Mm, yeah. Except Johnny Cash's critique of the prison system is a little less, you know, heavy handed and on the nose than yeah. the system of the down. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I will say their stuff isn't always super deep necessary, or like they're not trying to be um, symbolic about it. Fair. It's pretty on the nose quite very often, the but they they're kind of symbolic about it. Yeah, I thought it was a good mix of uh, like a, of a good melody and then some good screaming in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, there's some very good crunchy guitar. Yeah, if you're into crunchy guitar. There's lots of it. Yeah. Um, cool breakdown. I also like that it was a critique of the war on drugs. Yeah. Remember the war on drugs? Yeah, it sucks. It's still going and they lost. So. Yeah. Drugs won. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for drugs. Let's begin to drugs needles. Yeah. Needles. Man, this uh, intro goes hard. Yeah, right. I was like headbanging hard. Like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, hell yeah, this rocks. Um, Luke, where are you going to pull the tapeworm out of? Our ass. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I wish I had a little tapeworm friend telling me what to do. Yeah? Yeah. But then, you know, well, okay. you cannot grow till he eats the last of me. When will I be free? What if the tapeworm was drugs? Mm-hmm, it's addiction. Because the, ta- the tapeworm is drugs. Addiction, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still want one. Uh. <laughs> they make you skinny. Yeah, you know, you you take the tapeworm, you use it for a while, and then you just take the pills that kills the tapeworm. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the whole thing is clearly about heroin in particular. Yeah, um, this is uh, almost like that episode, uh, episode that the Primus album where they talk, uh, where, where they talk about the the drug addict. That's the 
his it's friend. Like, it's like, yeah, his friend, the drug addict. Mm. Remember the? Um, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember what it's called. Crackhead Carl. Yeah, something, like, something that. like that. It's like the second last <laughs> al- song on that album, right? <laughs> anyway, can't remember. Uh, anyway, that was almost a good point I tried to make. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I like <laughs> the growls before the final chorus. Oh yeah, I was like, man, this is good. They're good. It's yeah. If they do, th- th- this was definitely the band that got me into like wanting to scream and and growl and like more than just sing a little bit here and there. Mm. It's uh, yeah, a really good time. Um, Needles is okay. I I think it's good. I I think the whole chorus is a little cheeky um, and definitely doesn't play well in every crowd. Because it's just kind of dumb, like pull the table out of your ass, hey. <laughs> like. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I do, yeah, I do like the symbology of it, with you know, get rid of your heroin addiction. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, except in in this song, the tapeworm finishes you off. Yeah. You don't actually recover from the yeah, you just from die. the tapeworm. You, you just, just die. die. Heroin, yeah. Which I mean, back in the late '90s, early 2000s was pretty. Uh, still common today. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Opiate. Yeah, that's you know, control. opium is the opiate of the people. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, then we get Deer Dance. Deer Dance. Yeah, this is actually one of my all-time favorites. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I I can sing this one like start to finish. Still, it's uh, I don't know. It, it's just this is one of the first ones that actually made me think about things a little bit. Prison System was too on the nose. And you know, you get distracted by a couple lines, and then Needles. It's kind of the same thing. Whereas Deer Dance was a bit more thought-provoking, in my opinion. Um, it's about like police brutality, police brutality, and, and, and protesting and, and whatnot. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's a good song too. It um, references the Staples Center like directly. Yeah, which is now the Crypto.com arena. Ne- yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just because of the fact that it's so big and in such an area of poverty, where it's just like this it's, it's beacon only, of wealth in it's this the only area nice before. thing in the area yeah, yeah. um I, I love the bridge especially the like tremolo bit that darren does and then that really hard part in the outro gets me every time where they go just that little bit harder you know what i mean yeah, on the oh, very yeah. last yeah. um little bit and uh yeah i think it's just also a good example of surge's singing i like i like the thing they do where it's the loud guitars like the loud crunchy guitars and then it goes into like a beautiful melody of the singing yes. mm-hmm. that's very system of a down yes yeah they, they really utilize uh surge's voice in a good way and honestly darren's i don't think he's a bad singer he harmonizes pretty well on a few tracks mm-hmm. um my problem was i think surge is more unique and interesting and so when i think of the band i think of surge with darren in the background and he clearly wanted to be the front man. And anyway, it's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, I think Dear Dance was good. Yeah, it's a good song. The lyrics didn't do a whole lot for me, but it was still a fun listen. Yeah. I agree. It, the lyrics don't really do much f- for myself, but I thought it was, it, it's a fine, it, it is a good non-album single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Jet Pilot. I have no idea, you guys. I don't know what this one's about. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, people speculated it's about Carpet Bar, Carpet bombing yeah i could see that in it could have been in armenia or, yeah with um, the horse eyes like referencing a jet pilot mask maybe no so the horse is looking up at the jet pilot so the horse is standing in a field field right oh. so and he's looking at the jet pilot as he drops the bombs mm. on he's like looking up at the horse you know, you know, okay you know. yeah i could see it sure he's flying <laughs> yeah. over the bay what's yeah. the bay nobody knows i don't know <laughs> it's a store in canada yeah yeah it's a, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun, but it, you know, it's only a couple minutes long. I like the guitar riff that leads into the song around 22 seconds, like right after the heavy opener. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Jet Pilot. There, there's a few tracks on here that I'm like okay with just 
I won't skip them, but I'm not like crazy about them. Like, I yeah, know there's some jet pilots, one of them. And well, and then it goes into X, which is sort of another th- weird, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. X is also not my favorite. It's about uh, immigration. Yeah, and it's pretty repetitive, but that's also kind of the point because X mm-hmm. is representing like multiplication and. Um, yeah, it's about immigration and overpopulation as well as the Armenian genocide. Yeah, I wrote like most System of a Down albums. <laughs> this could also be about the Armenian genocide. Yeah, they write a song about the Armenian genocide on all the albums. Yeah, uh, this one and the band—they're actually in a movie called Screamers, which is about oh, yeah. the genocide. Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's one of my favorite starts with the instrumental count and that really cool guitar riff. But otherwise, I'm not crazy about X. Yeah, both. Uh, X and Jet Pilot punch pretty hard, but don't leave an impact. It was just totally. like, okay, I would yeah. probably skip both. Yeah, neither of them are yep. particularly memorable. Yeah, totally fair. But okay, next is Chop Suey. And we get Chop Suey, which was. Epic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song earned the band a Grammy nomination for best metal performance. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, it was uh, the the video is pretty cool too. They're they're in like uh, the middle of a crowd, a giant crowd. Yeah, everyone's going, everyone's going crazy. Yeah, that, that was really popular. Being in the yeah. middle of a giant crowd was like like uh, the the video for um, that. Um, what the hell is that song? I don't know. Uh, I would think that it would suck to be in a uh-oh. band to Here's see a band like that because like what if you're in the back? Yeah, you just gotta look at the back of the band the whole time. That, that, was, that was a really popular music video trope. Yes. What the hell is that song? Um, I don't know, Jamie. I'll tell you guys more about Chop Suey, though, while uh, Jamie thinks about it. Uh, It was originally titled Self-Righteous Suicide, which is, um, yeah, why why they were rolling suicide or whatever at the very start. And then... The Papa Roach song. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The the video. I'm in the middle of, like, a wrestling I can picture that video, like, perfectly in my mind. Oh, my God. Last Resort. It's the Last Resort. so much much music in MTV as a kid. Because, like, they came out around the same time and they had basically the same aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was originally titled something else and they didn't want the, uh, I think the record label told them no. And so they came up with Chop Suey from self-right Chop Suey side. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's very good. No. Like title. They should have called it just something else, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's about self-destructive behavior. It's a cool music video. Uh, it's a good song. I, I don't know. I, I didn't even notice that it didn't get the airplay anymore afterwards because I had the CD. So I was just listening to it constantly yeah. anyway. It stopped getting airplay because the, um, you know, the whole, you know. Yeah. The, that whole thing. The that angels happened. deserve to die. Self-righteous. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd ever listened to the full song before. And I just probably knew the lyrics from old 4chan memes. Oh, yeah. Ending Bridge is pretty fire. Yeah. Uh, I read online that the Father Father Bridge is from Rick Rubin telling them to grab a random book and flip to a page to find lyrics because they couldn't think of hmm. one horse baloney they just happen to grab a bible like and yeah. flip to what jesus is on the cross yeah baloney because I, I like looked up the lyrics because like i can't believe i haven't actually listened to the full song yeah. and like it's an official genius annotation like what from an interview with rick rubin saying that i'm like okay buddy okay rick rubin. i just happen to grab it <laughs> just bible <laughs> just a little random book in my bookshelf you know you may have heard of it you know the bible <laughs> yeah it's like huh i'll just flip to a random page and get something very very relevant like yeah. come on stupid good um, song though yeah, it's great. I, I, I really like the harmony between Serge and Darren in the chorus. Um, I know people make fun of the way sing Sir, uh, or the way Serge sings the verses, but I think it's really fun. You know, grab a bunch of makeup. Yeah, the last it's very chorus is really yes. good, too. Yeah, the last chorus, yeah, super solid. And the, the harmonizing on that's really, really good. Yeah. You know what isn't really, really good? 
Bounce. Bounce sucks. Uh, bounce is about a dick. Yep. Yeah, it's probably about an orgy. Yeah, it's yep. about an orgy. Yep. But but the pogo stick is his dick. Yep. Yep. Unannounced twister. How many times can I say that? Before uh, I, I hope fewer before you uh, <laughs> censor you. Yeah. Unannounced twister games. All players with no names. They lined up double quick, but just one pogo stick. So it's it is the worst song on this album. I don't disagree. I I don't hate bounce. Um, because it was fun when I was a kid. Yeah, it was know? really fun when I was when I was a crappy teenager. This exactly. was a very good song. Yeah. Uh, you know, poker, 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 poker. yeah, it was, it was just fun. So I, I still don't hate it. I still probably wouldn't skip it if I was listening to this album by myself. Um, but luckily it's only like two minutes. That, that okay. So that same music class in grade nine, someone like we had this little unit where we had to like analyze a song. Yeah. And someone wanted to do this song, and they we had to submit the lyrics beforehand. Oh my god! And your teacher said no. He immediately looked at it and said, the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> of course you can't like do this song. And, and the kid looked really embarrassed, and he chose a Creed song instead, oh which is even worse. Oh. Yeah, I think it was that one. Oh, yeah. my God. Of course it was that song. Uh, Creed was also very it popular. It was big around that time, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about Creed. Well, Forrest is a better song. Yeah, Forrest is a much, <laughs> much better song. Um, I actually, like... When I think about this album, because some of the others are so overpowering, like Ariel's and uh, Chop Suey, I tend to forget about Forrest and Atwa, mm. uh, but they're both really good. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. Forrest is just a good example of like the singing and the screaming that um, both Serge and Darren can do. And it's, I don't, it's just good. Good drums. Good. Like like the, the guitars screams. are good on this. Yeah. The little yeah. screams he does after the first two lines of both verses. It's like, yeah. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, little teeny scream and the chorus is so catchy in this yes. one yes. really really good yeah. um the song is either overtly or vaguely religious depending on how you peel that onion yeah uh surge is definitely somewhat religious spiritual spiritual is probably a better way yeah. to put it we'll get into that more with with science the next track mm-hmm. um yeah i think the outro no uh, science is or, the track after Awa. oh yeah, yeah. after Awa, you're right yeah um my only problem with forest is i find it gets a tiny bit repetitive and it's like four minutes long i feel like they could have cut like 30 seconds from it and it still would have been really good um but yeah it, it's good i i always am like pleasantly surprised when it comes on um then we get Atwa which I think is a beautiful track. It's really good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it stands for Air, Trees, Water, and Animals, which is inspiration from Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah, whom Darren is a fan of. Uh, Uncle Charlie. Yeah, Uncle, good old Uncle Charlie. <laughs> um, anyway, I, th- I think the lyrics are pretty good on this one, and uh, the chorus is really strong, and the outro is just incredible with the anymore growls from Darren, like, anymore! Yeah, I think it's really um, good. Despite the fact that this is, like, more Manson, like, pro-Manson propaganda, I... Um, I actually really like this song. It's, it's probably my favorite on the album. Right, yeah. I've yeah. always been a big fan of, of uh, Atwa. Um, it has a really good bass line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I enjoy the the theming. I like how it's a bit... It's like a slow song for a metal album, but it still has that punchy, yeah. cool yeah. riffs that you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, they're really good at, at switching between like melodic and slow mm-hmm. and maybe a little jazzy and then into like just fun. Yeah, there is quite a just bit like, of jazz influence on this song. Super headbangy stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do They do get like relatively jazzy several yeah. times. I'm a big fan of that. There's like a little shuffle going yeah, on. Yeah, they just do a little yeah. breakdown and yeah. play some jazz and yeah. Um, science. Finally. Is a it- good Christian song. <laughs> Jeez. A wholesome Christian song was out. <laughs> Uh, it's a critique of how science has failed humanity and the earth spiritually. Yeah, if that wasn't like very clear. Um, I don't, so I don't necessarily disagree that science has kind of like failed the earth. 
I mean, if you look at pollution and global warming and all of that, even society today, I would argue, is like kind of science's up. fault. It's not necessarily science's fault, but well, I think technology plays a very big part in it. I mean, look at uh, social media and what oh, that's done to sure, a lot of people. Sure, sure. The advan- the advances of 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 science have caused. Yeah. Okay. I get. Yeah, I get right? what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm not fully agreeing with him. I'm not a religious person, but I won't disagree that science has been like both a blessing and a curse. Um, mostly a blessing, but well, we know you're a religious person because you've got all those Joker pictures, yeah, right? God bless the Joker. I really liked it when he goes, "Spirit moves all things." Spirit moves all things. He just says it so fast, I can't. I can't. Science has Spirit moves all things. Mother Earth. Like, how does he do it so yeah. quick? This is like my favorite song to sing. I love the the cadence and the pace that he has yeah. on this. It's really just like fast and constant, um, and he does a really good job of balancing. Uh, I, syllables and stuff i don't like the message of the song and i think that the song itself sort of stinks um dang okay tell us how you really feel <laughs> this is this is a record did, critique did you know podcast spirit moves through all things <laughs> oh um that's what he says jamie yes it does uh, he does say that anyway the song kind of stinks um and the message is kind of all i don't know if the message is actually something i agree with but well, i'll be praying for you <laughs> uh, that's okay we get to shimmy which in my opinion is the worst song on the album i actually dislike it more than bounce shimmy 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 shimmy, shimmy to the break of dawn yeah that's, i don't know it's under two minutes which is nice it's about controlling the population and how mind control We're yeah how society is just like a set of standard rules and expectations once people adhere to um i don't know yeah it's a blame message uh the course is a banger though yes yeah sure yeah, yeah it is I will, fun i will say that yeah so. Um, but then we get to Toxicity. Man, this is a really good song. It is, eh? Okay, but first, let me just say, imagine okay. on a date with someone. Okay. And you ask them if they have any hobbies, and they're like, well, eating seeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pastime activity. <laughs> I just love eating, <laughs> eating seeds. Eating seeds. This is the song that I went back to the most. Uh, yeah. This is my favorite on the album. Yeah. Uh, I like The uh, intro to else. the song just is so amazing. Yeah. Like, the intro is, oof. Oof. Eating seeds is a pastime Past activity. activity. The toxicity <laughs> of our city. Yeah, it's, it's so good. What, what does yeah. that mean? Nobody knows. I don't know. It's uh, it's a beautiful song. It's about ADHD. It's probably about ADHD. I don't know how much I agree with that because I think it's um, kind of more about like just discussing. It's kind of like Shimmy where they're kind of, it's like the better version of Shimmy to me, where they're kind of just discussing society. Uh, that's and why how they put it back to back. There's a, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and how there's like a bunch of underlying stuff that you just don't talk about. You know, you sweep stuff under the rug, especially in uh, like rural America. Yeah, I so, didn't get ADD from this. Yeah. I, I, like, I There's nothing else that really gives that, like in lyrically. Yeah. Unless eating seeds is like eating medication. I, maybe. Right, so I, yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it described as like a an allegory to ADHD. Maybe he just hates all medication, and that's why everybody's eating. Oh, Always a Scientologist. Wow, <laughs> I don't, Mormon. I don't know. I think about Mormons that. also don't do any anything like that. Yeah, Mormons um, don't eat drugs. Yeah, and drugs which is bad. the one that doesn't do blood transfusions? I think that's that, also Mormons. Is that they Jeho- Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses? Jehovah's uh, Witnesses, yeah. right? No. Yeah, we don't want to get canceled by the religious uh, zealots. Right. Yeah. Which is a good word. I wanted to say it. Very yeah. zealous. Uh, yeah, no, this song is my really, favorite star when I was really, growing really up. Is oh, it the most zealous. popular on the album? Probably. I, I mean, yeah, kind of. This one, so Toxicity, Ariel's 
uh, and probably um, Atwa, Atwa, Chop Suey. Well, mm-hmm. Those are the four singles. Yeah, Prison Prison Song was also pretty popular. Um, but yeah, Toxicity is probably the one that people most played, like just on a stereo or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 so good. I yeah. it's got fantastic drumming on it. Yeah, um, it was the second single. Yep. Yep, I, I like I said, I think it's a better version of Shimmy. It just sure. goes super hard too, um, and I absolutely adore the juxta the juxtaposition of like the soft verses and then the heavy choruses. I think they do a solid like going back and forth with it, mm-hmm. um, and then they just go ham for the last minute or so. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just super good. I don't know. I've I've never understood um, the last line that he repeats. So like uh, when I became the son, I shun living in the man's heart. Like I've never understood what he's trying to say there. Um, like what it means, I guess. But oh yeah, it's a, it's a great song though. And then we get Psycho, which is basically the Psycho better version. Psycho groupie crazy. Psycho, Psycho groupie, groupie coke cocaine crazy. makes you high, makes you high, makes you really wanna go. go. It's catchy. Yeah, but it's just four words repeated from yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's about the perils of touring, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or about the stage persona you have to have as a musician. Yeah. Or it could be about being a fan or a groupie of the band. I don't know. I could see that. It could yeah. be any of these things. Yeah. The it's instrimental like is very good in this. It's very good. The solo and instrumental at the end is great. Yeah. So if you guys like that solo instrumental at the end, I will send you a link to a 2002 performance from Big Day Out in Australia. I've watched this concert live so many times. Um, when I was a kid, it, like before YouTube was a thing and you had to like download this stuff. E-bombs world. <laughs> yeah. Um, holy crap darren goes wild on the solo at the end i'll, I'll send you guys a clip and if you want to hear i'll put it in the show notes hey there we go nice yeah it's super good um this one's not my, it's not my favorite song but yeah this the instruments just always really kind of amp it up for it's me. crazy because there's not a whole lot of outro instrumentals i think this is the only one isn't it yeah it's yeah. very very good yeah i was like why is there not more of this right yeah they're pretty they're pretty good there's not a whole lot of subtle solos at all no he- <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it, there's a couple very short instrumental breaks but yeah. not solos even it's just yeah. instrumental yeah. breaks yeah and it's interludes or breakdowns or what have you it, it's too bad because like Darren's a really good guitarist um and Serge is pretty good on piano too but yeah they don't like stop and solo too much I, I fully agree it's something I kind of wish they did more but uh yeah then we get to Ariel's Ariel's the third single this did not feel like a it was from the same artist or album. I really like this, but it just kind of felt like it could have been Soundgarden. It could have been anyone else that kind of makes this type of music. Yeah. But I, that's not a bad thing because it's very good. And they did it. Yeah. It's so good for them. Yeah. <laughs> it is very, very good. This this is my favorite song on the album. Um, even, the, even the ending. Yeah, it's the, probably like my second favorite hidden, song. Yeah. 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 Even the hidden track at the end that we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, but yeah, Ariel's is just good. I, I fully agree that it's less them and more just kind of the era of music at the time but i think that it really kind of sounds like them once it gets into that like yeah that's great i mean it's because he's actually like singing the whole time yes it's the first number one hit for the band oh yeah i'm surprised it earned them the grammy nomination for best hard rock performance because it's not metal i was gonna say they got a metal and a hard rock sure yeah I can yeah I can kind of I can agree that Ariel's is more hard rock than metal though because yeah it's a lot of like singing and there's not so much growling or anything in it but <sighs> the the music video is weird as hell yeah do you remember it with yeah. like the little kid in the circus or whatever sir yeah <laughs> um, no I don't believe that you know what he's talking about 
sir, you're sir. saying, yeah, nice. said, sure. No, no, I said, sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. Uh, I uh, I watched a lot of Munch music when I was yeah, a Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I youth. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on that and MTV and yeah. watching music videos all the time. I want my MTV. Dude, I, w- I want old MTV back so bad. It was so good for a while. Like, you'd actually get, me- like, behind the music was, like, fantastic. Um, anyway, it's um, the Ed, Ed the Sock retrospective at the end of the year where he would talk about the worst music videos. Yeah, I forgot about Ed the Sock. Uh, uh, but yeah, a- Ariel's is just super good in my opinion. It on the CD was originally listed as a single track that lasted like six minutes because they've got the weird hidden track that is a mix of Surge and this guy Ardo. Um, it's also called Ardo. It's just called Ardo on yeah. later releases. Um, it's a weird twist of the album. It's a weird bit of tribal music at the end. If you like Ardo, check out Sir Art, which is an album that Serge and Ardo made together later on. Oh. Uh, I don't expect many people to like it, and I am just throwing that out there. I own the album. I like it. I don't think it's great. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you like the outro, maybe take a look. Yeah, it's I don't like, like um, I don't like this at all. Yep, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's like how a couple of the songs, or sorry, the couple of the albums have had like these weird like outros that yeah. are like hidden tracks. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had an album that have has had a hidden track at the end that has been good. We'll no. listen to Hefty Fine one day, and then we'll get the Bam Margera uh, hidden track. Hey, he came out of the woods, by the way. No by the way, time, they yeah, found Bam. They, oh, no, he came. Us. He came out. Yeah. <laughs> He came out of the woods. Oh he turned himself God. in. Said uh, he was not on meth. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't like hidden track final songs. Yeah. I don't like long outros. I don't didn't like this one. Yeah, that's I fair. I don't understand why they did. It would have been such a good end to the album. And then they're like, wait a second. Here's some Armenian music. It's like, okay. I don't get it either. It's not as bad as Ween's. Or what was the other one that we listened to recently? It was pretty bad. Oh, I can't wish you were here. I can't wish you were here. It's weird. Oh jazzy sure, I know your music that I did not like at the end of that. Oh, the funky jazz Shine stuff. Yeah, crazy. Uh, still, the the worst one is Distillers. Oh, oh yeah. sure, Death Sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah Weens yeah. was scary, but the Distillers was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully agree. There I, was I, another one too, wasn't there? I don't know. Wasn't the one on the end of um, the Primus album bad too? That was not was really a hidden, hidden track. track. Yeah, I don't know if there was. Yeah, anyway, no. anyway, yeah, it ends like that, uh, which isn't always the best. Uh, I love it. Sucks because I love Aerials, and my only way to really listen to it as a kid was on CD. Yeah, and so then you get the weird outro. You gotta listen to it, or you gotta be ready and ready to hit skip to restart the album. Is this just uh, two sides? Yeah. As we go into the record itself. Yeah, we can go into the record itself. I like the B side a lot better on this album. I like the B-side yeah. a lot, a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I mean, too bad about, you know, Arto, because, like, I'd want to put this side just on loop all the time. But that two and a half minutes of just, like, yeah. weird. Well, yeah, let us know what the split is there, young fella. Split's at uh, A-T-W-A. Atwa. That's the first one beside B. Yeah. So I know, because okay. I looked at this album up. The oh. one <laughs> unfortunate thing about these releases, they were released when, they, when the band first came, like, when the album launched in 2001 or whatever. And then it never got reprinted until or repressed until like four years ago or something like that. Sounds about right. And I instantly went and picked up like all of them except for Mesmerize. Um, because, yeah, I'm a big fan. I've always like I had all the CDs. I wanted them as a I wanted the records. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're definitely kind of just a cash grab. Hey, repress the album because people want it. Kind of release. It's a single LP and a jacket with, you know, the classic Hollywood cover art on the front. System of a Down. That doesn't look particularly nice of a jacket. 
No, it's it, not. It, it's it, was, like, it wasn't that nice when it came out, though. Like, the CD didn't have anything special going on with it. It no, has lyric like books. The quality of that doesn't Oh, great. okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, just the quality. It's whatever. It's totally just whatever. Like, they the, went like with the whatever picture on the front is never cardstock. been... No, this yeah. is... Yeah, this has never been high-res or yeah, anything like gonna, that. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Which no, 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 no. blow it up to 12 inches. It's it to- like, okay. <laughs> yeah, blowing it up to 12 inches does not do any favors. Um, but yeah, it's just System of a Down in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, it's got toxicity in a weird font in the bottom right, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, it is a little weird font. Yeah. It's like printed on. It's, yeah. It is a very early 2000s Absol- album cover. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Yeah. And the back is just like them in a little box. Very crime of the century. Just imagine they're in space. <laughs> yeah, the space. Oh, space prison. <laughs> it's an <a> Earth prison. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's just got the sides uh, with the track listing. So yeah, side A does end with Forest. And side B is Ottawa to Ariel's. This is um, like the 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 back cover is sort of like they're with the Beatles cover. Yeah, you know, like the one where yeah, they're all in silhouette. Of, yeah. 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 Uh, one funny thing that I actually never noticed until just now, uh, Ariel's has a little subtitle or subtext. Ariel's contains a hidden track. Wow. Thanks for letting Don't me know. Don't forget. Wow. Don't forget that. Um, people aren't <laughs> smart enough. They as soon as Ariel's done, people are running to the record players to turn it off. Yeah. I don't want to hear Ardo. Not again. Uh, yeah, and then the so the jacket itself because it's just a single LP in a jacket. There was no liner notes or anything like that with it, um, but it's got at least all of the lyrics and the track listing on the back, as yeah. long or uh, as uh, along with a special thanks from the band and from each member individually. Um, and then on the front of the jacket is just them in the studio, crazy, which is pretty classic. I think the oh, first album has a bunch of pictures of them in the studio as oh, well. Those rugs. Yeah, they got a lot of rugs in there. Huh? Rick Rubin must like uh, rugs quite a bit. Got to do the soundproofing. Yeah, legit. Those are very nice Persian rugs. Yeah, early two thousands, man. Yeah, soundproof any way you can. But uh, yeah, it didn't come with a digital download. Uh, didn't come with anything really. Just the record and the sleeve and the jacket. And I think I paid something like thirty dollars for it. That's, that's not bad. That's fine. That's fine. Thirty dollars. Yeah, that's it's easy. a new record. That's, that's standard. Easy yeah. Well, I was I was gonna say though, like when did this come? Uh, when did the reissue come out? Six years ago? Seven years ago? Uh, I was like twenty fifteen. So okay, so twenty fifteen or sixteen. Although that I'm not sure if that's when it fully launched. There were a lot of unofficial represses. So so when I was like in twenty fifteen, I I paid like nineteen dollars for a record, and I thought I was getting robbed. So like know, thirty dollars right? in in twenty fifteen, I felt I would have felt like I was. To be fair, I didn't buy it in twenty fifteen. I probably bought it in like twenty eighteen or okay, twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I would say if I paid thirty dollars for a repressing in, you know, like what is that? Almost eight years ago. I don't. It think is it was twenty fifteen though. I think that whatever I just looked up is. Wrong. Well, well, what 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 is the I'm regardless? Yeah. Jamie's a cheapskate. Thirty dollars yeah. is totally fine. It's totally <laughs> fine for a record. I'd say anything over thirty, I'd be like. Mm. Totally. Thirty dollars, I'd be like, all right, yeah. For especially for an album of this caliber, like it is a very famous album. Yeah, if it was cool. like the Beths, yeah, maybe not, but sure. Uh, well, like, like I paid twenty eighteen. Okay, I paid I paid twenty dollars for Crime of the Century as a brand new pressing. And I feel like that was a good price. for Sure, that but that's also been repressed like a million times. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's not yeah. an unusual repressing. The, yeah, yeah. Th- this was very much. Uh, the early 2000s, a lot of stuff that came out then was not put out on records or it was a very limited run. Yeah. And so it sucks because I love a lot of music from early 2000s and it's hard to find it. Yeah. They like never got it repressed and now they're yeah. disbanded or the music's owned by some other label or yep. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. So for them to repress this in 2018, I was like over the moon. I was like, oh my God, finally. And I don't have to pay some stupid scalping price. So yeah. picked them all up and I, yeah, I'm super happy with it. I 
Zero Regrets is one of my favorite bands. So, Well, what's your final verdict? Mine is pretty high, but it's not like as high as you might think. Um, I do think that, yeah, there's a bunch of songs on here that aren't great, um, especially now, um, like 20 years later. Mm. Uh, mm. So I'm really torn between giving it like an eight and an eight and a half. Because while I do think that there are a couple stinkers, they're short, you know, they don't yeah. like outlive uh, their welcome too much. And they were favorites when I was younger. So it's, it's hard for me to like completely hate them. I still have fond memories of bounce even. So yeah. Yeah. I think I want to give it an 8.5. It's, it's one of my favorite bands. Um, it's probably, you know, that's a bit of like rose colored glasses and, and whatnot and favoritism, but mm-hmm, yeah, it's an 8.5 mm-hmm. for me, at least personally. Hmm. What do you think, Jamie? I think it's like an eight out of thirteen. Sure. Um, you know, that's like a solid seventy-five percent album. Um, I think there's a lot of good memories from listening to those songs. Um, but you know, listening to it, you know, almost twenty years later, or all, exactly twenty years later, because this came out in two thousand one. I think it was two thousand one, so it's like so 22. twenty-two years later. Yeah. Jeez, things old enough to vote and drink. Um. I've been less fond of it, and I think my musical tastes have moved in a different direction. But I think I think my musical tastes have changed multiple times over yeah. the last several years to begin with. Um, I don't typically listen to a lot of hard stuff anymore, um, mostly because I'm not an angry teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, like you can only listen to angry music for so long, unless that's your shtick. Yeah, in which case, more power to you. Yeah, unless yeah. you're like you're fully lean, leaning into being an emo kid, so yeah. which I is do, fun. I do the same thing where like I used to listen to a lot of like metal, hard rock, yeah. and I don't really anymore. No. But the funny thing is, when I do put it on, I like get right back into it. It's yeah, just not yeah, my yeah. first choice, like ever anymore. Yeah. Bell. Well. Oh. With Dope Smoker by Sleeping, pretty much the only other metal I've ever listened to. I <laughs> thought the whole genre was gonna be a write off, but System of a Down made me change my mind. It has me somewhat excited to listen to more music in the hard rock or metal genre. As a fan of conscious rap, catchy choruses, and headbanging on good beats, I really enjoyed my time with Toxicity and listened to it all the way through quite a few times after writing my notes, which I cannot say I've done for all the albums we've covered so far. <laughs> I put in the 15th spot below Ween's The Mollusk and above Forever by Jungle. I'm not sure it'd stay this high if I'd listened to more metal, but who knows? Yeah. I think it's a really good album. I definitely want to listen to more so, System of a Down. But, it's the yeah. 15th. We've cr- we, so this will be our 46th episode? I That's think. pretty good. I'll take it. Uh, I don't rate things and topics, though. So this is like 40. Yeah. Oh, 40. okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's uh, There's a, some stiff competition, so it's hard to place. And like I said, I think if we covered something else and we did like a reorganization, that might drop. But it's also the best metal I've listened to. Cool. Sure. But I've listened to probably two albums before. Yeah. I have a lot of Metallica, Megadeth, and Slayer albums. So Hey, they toured with Slayer. They're their yeah. heroes. Basically. So eventually we'll get her back around to Melody. Yeah. It's definitely better than Dope Smoker. <laughs> That's fair. Let me tell you. I, I fully agree. Hell, oh, Hell's Bells. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week we are doing a topic, a which topic. is... Albums from our birth years. Yeah. Which is funny because I'm always so cagey about how old I am. And then it's like, oh, well, I guess now you can just look up this You're album. 35. Exactly how old I am. Yeah. You don't want to look a day over 40. Who? Um, if you want to listen along, we've we've chosen already. Yeah. Uh, I chose NASA's Illmatic. 1994. 
Jamie? I, oh, <laughs> what'd sorry. You, what'd you choose? Sorry, I chose... <laughs> you chose it, 1994? I, I, I chose uh, Public Enemies, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back from oh. 1988. Wow. And I chose an album that's not my favorite, but uh, The Traveling Wilburys, Volume 3 from 1990. Find out Jamie's real thoughts next week on <laughs> Vital, Vital Verdict. Verdict. Bye. Bye. Bye.